What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Whoop Podcast, where we sit down with top athletes, researchers, scientists, and more. Learn what the best in the world are doing to perform at their peak. I'm your host, Will Ahmed, founder and CEO of Whoop, and we're on a mission to unlock human performance. This week's episode, we have some special guest hosts for you. That's right. We were down in Miami earlier this month at Wodapalooza, and our good friends, the Buttery Bros, took over the mic to chat with some of our favorite whoop-wearing athletes, like Annie Thoris' daughter, Katrin Davis' daughter, and Haley Adams. The pair recorded in front of a live audience and talked all things performance, recovery, strength training, and mental health, and you can feel the energy of the crowd throughout the conversations. Throughout the year, we'll be live on the ground at lots of major events like this one, recording live with our athlete ambassadors and members just like you. So if you see us, please come by and say hello. Reminder, if you have a question you want to see answered on the podcast, email us, podcast.com, call us, 508-443-4952. Without further ado, here are the Buttery Bros and Annie and Katrin. All right, so this is the Buttery Bros, and we're taking over today for the Whoop podcast with guest hosting, and we have two guests here at Wadapalooza that have just finished running a 5K. Who are they, Mars? All right, we've got Annie Thor's daughter and Katrin David's daughter. Whoop, whoop. How'd the 5K go? It was really nice. It was like a fun run, which I was super happy about because I feel like I came in like not wanting to set a 5K PR or anything. I wanted to come out, have a great morning with everybody, enjoy the sun and the heat. And I feel like everybody wanted the same thing because if somebody, I did an event a couple couple months ago and I felt like they wanted to run so fast and you got to keep up. <laughs> and here, it was a fun run. Yeah, that was a tough run for me. No, I didn't do it. I didn't do the run. I went to the start line with them. I cheered everyone on. Then I walked to an RV, sat in there for 15 minutes, and I came out again and cheered everyone on when they came back. <laughs> okay, so we're here at Wadapalooza. You guys have obviously competed here before, but what are you guys up to this weekend? Well, this weekend we're spectators and participating with the community in a lot of different things. And we're did a seminar yesterday and we're going to do a podcast today and yeah we're here to have fun with the community and spread like Waterpalooza is like the perfect way to launch things that you're doing and talk about future plans and what we're involved in so that's what we've been doing a lot of tell me while we're on the topic what are the future plans what are we working on you want to go yep well it's not launched we're planning to launch a women's program it's called empowered by daughter and it is for women Let's say 45 to 55. It's not an exact age, but yeah. But women going through menopause, perimenopause, um, and we're doing it with Dr. Stacey Sims, which is she, do you guys know her? Uh, the name's familiar. I'm not. She is a leading expert in the world in female physiology, sport physiology, women and supplements and fueling. And what she knows, like not only as a professional athlete, but just as a woman in general, I am mind blown by the knowledge that he has. And we just want to share that. And we think there's a huge gap in the market for what women going through menopause actually need. And I think it's so misdiagnosed. Like, why can they not hold the same pace that they used to be able to? Why do they not have the same energy? Why are they not feeling the same way that they used to? And I think what they try to do, and I think what is very normal is to go, let's do a lot of zone two work, which 
we love and it's great for like clearing your head but women go through that you need to be lifting you need to be doing high intensity you need to be doing sprint interval training and so working with dr stacy sims on bringing that to these women we have started to talk about it we already have the instagram and a website for when we launch it but the plan is end of january and we are so excited about it what's the name of it empower by daughter okay but what about the bros yeah, yeah. You, and what about the bros? How do you empower bros? bros over here? No, I'm just kidding. You empowering the bros? You guys are so empowered. <laughs> yeah, <you're... laughs> so you guys have all the research already done, and you have all the material that you need, and you can continue doing what you want to do. Women, especially, like, just all women in general, they've always been put in the category of small men, so 70-kilo men, and that's just not right. We're different genders, and we have different hormones, and we have different needs during our cycles, and so on. And women that are going through menopause have just been left out. And I think it neglected, yeah, it like frustrated me and Kat to like see our moms. This is how it happened. Like we saw our moms and I was helping my mom and dad out. And they were just, I feel like I knew a lot, but it wasn't working the same way for my mom and for my dad. So I felt lost and frustrated. And that's how we dove into everything with Stacy. And it's mind-blowing how... There's finally more and more research and we're seeing what women need, but they don't know. So we're going to hold their hand and we're going to make them appreciate their new bodies. Okay, I want to show you something this, though. Sorry, this sounds I'm like, amazing. I'm like interrupting you a little bit, yeah. but my yeah. mom has not, like, she goes on, like, she wants to work out and she starts and I feel like she loses steam when she doesn't get the same result as her husband. And she just started this program. I literally just saw that she messaged me. I want to show you guys this. She's here. We, we have a live text <laughs> message from mom and daughter. Oh, she's not going to want me to show you these photos. She said, <laughs> she said, but I'm so proud of her and she's like and I love that we get to share this too because now she's following this training program four days a week and she gets excited to like message me and share it with me that she went and did this and like I can already just like I feel her energy a little bit higher that sounds amazing guys this is uh, very cool I'm excited to see it and proud of you you guys have done research. You're doing data points. You guys have been doing data points throughout your careers. Yes. And Whoop is all about finding data and utilizing it. How have you guys utilized the data that you've received from this technology or other technologies in your training uh, regimens throughout the decades almost? So I've been using Whoop since 2017. And I actually, it was something that I had to teach myself pretty early on to not take it too seriously. I will not let a bad recovery day, one bad recovery day, dictate how I felt about today or how I felt about a performance. I always, I still go and I always give it my best. And sometimes you can surprise yourself, but I do look at trends. And that's what I think Whoop is so powerful. So am I continuously, the only times I've ever really gotten like a red two days in a row, I got sick. I got sick. And so if I'm seeing trends that I'm in the red or I'm not ever getting out of the yellow, (laughs) do you want to... Do you care to share something with us? How are you doing? I'm just realizing I'm on like day three of a red and I've been (laughs) green for like two months. Let's talk in a couple I live in the red over here. Oh my God, you dudes. Yeah. Um, But that is something that I really look at. We're good. We're good. We made it back to the green. We made it back to the green. (laughs) Um, And then sleep. It really keeps me accountable for the sleep. Like I want to see eight hours of whoop sleep, which normally means nine hours of sleep, especially when I'm in training. And you can kind of cheat yourself like, yeah, I went to bed at 10, but you were laying in bed on your phone for 30 minutes. Like, whoop doesn't lie. It's going to tell me when I fell asleep and when I woke up. And it really just, it keeps me accountable there. Speaking of sleep, 
Is there any like th- things that you do to improve that? Like besides just going to bed on time? For, yeah, for me, it's routine. Yeah. Very much routine. I, I like having a, I like being done with dinner between six and seven. I like quiet time. So I can't like go out for dinner and then just be like ready to go to bed. Like I need quiet time at home. And when I'm in routine, I do have bean before, but it's just like so cozy. You have that. And it just helps me like wind down honestly and then so when i go to bed i'm really quick to fall asleep gotcha but routine consistency i guess is what i meant by routine well yeah i think whoop for me has helped so much when it comes to my sleep because i'm uh i like going late to bed i like my evenings a little bit longer frederick might go to bed and then i'm like oh i'm gonna have a little bit of me time and just watch something on tv and chill but yeah now I don't always get over eight hours of sleep. I could, but it's hard with a kid, I think, too, because she goes to sleep and then finally me and Frederick have just us time. And that's also my second work window. So I usually work from like 8.30 for at least an hour. Like if I need to respond to emails or take care of something or social media or whatever. So, So you're on a screen at that point. Oh, I'm on a screen at that point. Yes. I did, however get the blue light lenses, blue light lenses yeah, nice that would pass. So now I've been playing around with those. And I'm waiting for like to see a bigger trend, but I do feel like I fall asleep quicker. So when I get to bed, I fall asleep quicker. Now, now for those that don't know, you're mid-pregnancy right now. Yes. How has that affected sleep? It's actually, I feel like it's not affecting it in a negative way. I feel like I'm getting fine sleep there are so many jealous women right now i know (laughs) like he's definitely moving around more than freya was and he is an evening person for sure so we'll see when he comes out how that's gonna be he's working when you're working yes he's working when i'm working um so i usually feel him a lot when i lie down in bed but usually like 10 15 minutes later he's quiet and i fall asleep and it's actually kind of cozy it's like Oh, yes, I'm here, and I know you're there, and it, like, just calms me a little bit, and then I go to sleep, and I sleep really well. Um, I'm surprised. I'm sleeping almost better than I did with my first pregnancy. Wow. Yeah. And, obviously, this is your second one, so you learned something on the first one, and, like, obviously, your training has got to change and taper, and you got to kind of go through all that. Can you kind of explain what it's been like going through the second time? Well, I feel like things are happening. Just everything's happening a little bit faster than with the first one. So I feel like I'm like two to five weeks ahead of how it was with the first one. I just got bigger, quicker. I felt some of the symptoms faster. I don't know if you call it symptoms, but yeah, things that you feel. So like my ligaments and stuff, but body catching on and I know kind of what to do. I can still do so many things in training I can still lift I still feel good I feel strong I can do tons of conditioning but I just do it monitored with the heart rate monitor and I'm not so on days where I don't feel like going training that was more in the beginning of the pregnancy I would go and now I know I know why it's happening and then I just do a 10 minute warm-up on a bike and usually I feel ready to go at that point and if I don't I'll do an easier session it's I'm not trying to get stronger I'm not trying to get fitter but I also feel my body aches if I don't get to train. So, for example, yesterday I hadn't trained. And it was a long day yesterday and we're jet lagged. But I still went to the gym at what, like 7 o'clock, 6.30 in the night? Good on you. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 
so then I went to the gym, did a little bit of biking, and then I felt good and ready to go and use some of the machines. And then I know, like, my body, my back just felt better after that, and I sleep better. I'm not taking a lot of caffeine or I no caffeine, really, except for year bay every once in a while. So it's like I'm, I can go train in the evenings now. That's, that's good for you. So how have you developed that mindset to, like, still want to train in in – uh, throughout not just your pregnancy career, but throughout your athletic career leading up to becoming a mother as well. Like, how did you develop mindset to want to train while you're, you're feeding a child, <laughs> both internally and externally at this point? I know how it feels if I don't train. And I knew how it felt after I had Freya. I'm not going to start crying. I'm, like, hungry right now as well. <laughs> <laughs> so just hungry adding tears. that in there. Yeah. Uh, but after I had Freya, I couldn't do anything for a long time and that was so difficult and I think every time you can't do something you appreciate being able to do it and I think I just I don't take it for granted that I can train right now like not everyone can train fully throughout their pregnancy so I'm I feel better you get the like the endorphins from training and I saw how good it was for my daughter like she was so strong when I was giving birth and I don't take that for granted either. I think it's because I was active. I'm not Tia level throughout my pregnancy for sure, like far from it. But I am training and I'm doing things that make me feel good and make me feel strong. And that's, it was really, really hard not to be, because I'm not just saying do little after I had Freya. I did nothing. I couldn't take a shower by myself. Like, I lost so much blood and I was so destroyed after giving birth. So, when I was able to start moving again, I think that's why I became so mentally strong. Is because I embraced the pain. Being able to push and get to pain, like, on the bike again or whatever it was. It was, I I was starting to, like, long for it. Yeah, how about you, Kat? Like, obviously, you've been in this game for a long time. Both of you have been doing this for, like over 10 years and competing at the happen? highest level. Yeah. It's super impressive. So we would just, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a part of my identity. Like, I think I tell myself that I'm a hard worker. I think I tell myself I'm a disciplined person. I think I tell myself that this is what I do. And I think if I don't act in that way, I'm not proud of myself. Like, I don't like that version of myself that doesn't go to the gym, even though I'm tired. And so I think having kind of like, hindsight and present moment of like knowing that if I go I will be so proud of myself and normally all it takes is a warm-up and so for me if I'm feeling like I don't want to go to the gym my only rule for myself is that I go and I warm up and if I don't feel better after warm-up something is probably going on like I'm probably getting sick or there's an injury of some sort and I think that's a clear sign to me that like no maybe maybe I was right I should be home but I would say 97% of the time, I feel better after warm up. You go through training, and I'm so proud. And when that keeps happening, I know that's who I am. I can go train. I will be proud of myself after, and I can do that. And so just just relying on my discipline and and who I am. Great. So right before we wrap out of this, what do we got coming up? Like obviously, you're coming back to competition this next year, yes. and you guys have a lot of things in the works. Yeah. I know that you know you have, you've already mentioned the the menopause and everything that yes. you guys are working on, but can you kind of just tell our, tell our guys what's going on coming so up? So 
I am like craving routine and discipline and just normal days and my normal training. We just got past Christmas, New Year, Waterpalooza. So I'll be having home on Monday. And after that, season is on. I have no travel planned except for going to Vermont for training camps, um, semis, and, and hopefully games when when and if everything goes as planned. So I'm I'm really excited about the year that we had last year and I'm really proud of what I put into the year so just want to get back to that and I cannot be proud if I'm not proud of what I did so just like I think that's what I'm craving right now like I want to make sure that I'm going to be happy so just getting back to work and and hitting another another year to be my I know yeah so I'm craving getting back to root no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) well I'm going back home and getting back to routine with my daughter. But right now, I'm just excited to see her again. And then, yeah, my due date is early May, like 2nd of May. And then I'm going to see how I feel, how everything goes. I never try to make plans too far ahead. But if I feel great, body, mind, ready to go, I'm... Who knows if I'm just back on the competition floor a year later. Let's go. <laughs> we'll see. Well, your, your comeback performance a few years ago was insane and incredible. And we love you guys. We're excited to see what you guys have coming up. Very excited about your new business you guys are launching. Right Thanks for coming you. on the Woo Podcast. And we'll catch you guys Thank in the next one. For those listening, Thank we you. have another guest coming right up. But we know who, know who that is. So we'll find out in a second. Awesome stuff from Annie and Katrin, and be sure to keep an eye out for their new women's health program with Dr. Stacey Sims, which will be launching soon. Okay, the Buttery Bros not done yet, as they're about to sit down with the incredible Haley Adams. The CrossFit legend is here to talk about how she is recommitting herself to training and competing after some much needed time off. Let's head back to Miami for the Buttery Bros conversation with Haley Adams. Welcome Haley Adams to the podcast. First off, before we get any further, I want to know how much sleep you got last night. I got six hours and three minutes, so not that much, but enough to make do, I guess. So. Weren't you just making fun of my six <laughs> hours and 30 minutes? Yes, but six hours is not much for me, so I'm feeling it today. Okay, but what did you do this morning before you got to the podcast? My agent and I ran a half marathon. <laughs> yeah, I don't get to run much right now, so it was a special occasion. So Just a cool 13 miles to start the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cool. Okay, yeah. so when you look at those data points, when you look at six hours of sleep, do you <laughs> modify anything in your training or how do you use data points like that for your training that day? I, don't, I wouldn't say I changed my training too much. Unless I'm genuinely feeling really bad and worn down, but I just use it as a tool, you know, just to keep in the back of my mind. But yeah, I try to keep things pretty consistent, but just go off feel. Okay, so where are we at right now in your season? Where are you at with your training? I mean, I'm training. Um, <laughs> I guess it's off-season training, right? So a lot of strength work, some Metcons, conditioning. Yeah, just having fun. Okay, but you said you're in off-season training, right? So yeah. we're going to be going into season pretty soon. Uh, does that mean like you're kind of, are you coming back into season? Is that what we're um, getting at? Yes, I am going to compete this year. You heard it here first, so. people. Let's go. Yeah. She's coming back. 
Yeah, I haven't actually said that yet, but I'm going to compete, so. That's so exciting. We're I so guess don't call it a comeback, but it is a comeback, so <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Okay, so could you kind of, like, walk us through this last little while? You took last year off. I know that, yeah. like, you took some time away to kind of go yeah. realign with whatever your, your values are and stuff, so. Yeah. Um, after I decided to take time off for those first few months, I genuinely thought I was done with CrossFit. I was like, not going back. I'm good. No, thank you. And then as time went on and I kind of started to enjoy fitness again and I met some really cool people and they kind of helped me find my love for the sport again and just start enjoying the gym again. And I kind of started to find my fire a little bit again. And I just, yeah, I started to love it. And here we are. It sounds like you took a mental break. Yes. <laughs> what have you done this year and in this last few months to get mentally stronger and, and prepare yourself for when it gets dark again in this season? Yeah, I think just building good habits instead of just spending all day in the gym and putting all of my worth into a placement or what everyone else thinks about me or this or that. And just knowing that I'm still loved at the end of the day and that, you know, I'm so much more than CrossFit and just, yeah, just building that foundation right now, I feel like has been the biggest thing for me. And I just, I know that my time in the gym, I'm always going to work hard and that's that, but a placement at the end of the day does not define me. And there's still bad days. Like I've had bad days, but they're not the same. If that makes sense. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. You've also made some changes. Yes. You, you want to talk about those? Sure. Where you're, go where you're at right now? Yeah. Uh, I, um, I'm, being coached by some really cool people right now. Um, I met them this year, and they're kind of the reason why I'm even competing this year. Their names Josh and Haley Marillo. But yeah, they have essentially, yeah, they're they're a huge reason why I'm competing, and I'm very very thankful for them. Yeah, we happen to go down there and get a little bit of training with them as well. Yeah. like they're known as uh, like stunt. Yeah. Uh, men and women and yeah. The, the trainers as well. Yeah. But like, have you gotten any chance to <laughs> jump into some stunts? I have not done stunts, but they're going to have to teach me. Okay. They're the best. They're amazing people. Again, they're part of the reason why I even wanted to compete again, because they believed in me and they saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And they helped me find my love for it again. And I'm just really, really thankful for them. So cool to see you coming back. We're excited. Yeah. And yeah. if you guys don't know, like me and Haley go way back. Like <laughs> she's uh, obviously she was really good at the teen division and she worked her way up and qualified for the 2019 games. And yeah. uh, it's been really cool to see her progress through her career and yeah. like really consistent. Uh, she came out to Santa Cruz. We were able to go sailing and stuff. So we've got like quite a bit of different things that we've done together. Yeah. So where do you want to get to? Like, what are your goals like moving forward? Because I know you've already accomplished so much. Yeah. I think the goal for me isn't necessarily a placement anymore because I just don't want to put that pressure on myself. I'm always going to try my hardest and that's just who I am. I'm just going to know that my best at the end of the day is I hope that's good enough. And if it's not, that's okay too. I'm still going home. The sun's going to rise. My family's going to love me. I'm going to have all these people here that still care about me. And yeah, so yeah. Yeah. And I'd say like one of your biggest strengths is just your grit and how tough you are. Like I've seen you be able to like shut yeah. it down and just like go to that dark place. Yeah. What do you, where did you learn that? Or like, where do you think you got that from? I don't know where I got that. I think I was just born with that but <laughs> I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing sometimes bad but when I'm bleeding everywhere but yeah I definitely think that is one of my strengths and 
That's why I think, I mean, I'm, I feel, I hope I still can do as good, but just because of that. Yeah, I think one of the best examples of that was you rolling your ankle before the 2020 <laughs> games, and I want to say it looked like the size of a grapefruit. Like, yeah, I, I still have you, some swelling in that. It, it still hasn't fully recovered? It's, her name's Bertha, and she's pretty thick still. So, but yeah. Thick with three Cs, yeah. Yes, uh, yes. Okay, so we talked a little bit about things that you've done to develop mental strength. And one of those is you mentioned some habits. What habits are you specifically working on and and how do those help you? I think the main thing for me was like my time in the gym is like structured. So I'm in the gym, I'm focused, I'm working hard. But when I leave the gym, I cut it off. I go find something to do, you know, hang out with friends. And I don't sit there and think about what everyone else is doing or if I need to go do this or go do an extra workout or just constantly stress about it. So, like, again, still working really hard, but the difference for me is cutting it off outside of the gym and just having a life. So is there other things that you've discovered with your time off, like new <laughs> skills or interests or, like, you taking up painting? What, what, what? I really like Disney World. I figured that out this year. Big so Disney anytime World. I get to go to Disney, I go to Disney World. Big Star Wars fan, too, so I sit and watch Star Wars all the time. Okay, what's the best so, Star Wars? Revenge of the Sith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have to say uh, The Phantom Menace. I know that <laughs> that's what? a, a very uh, disgusting no topic. No way, I feel like it's the most original of the series. Yeah. No way. I'll get hated on a lot for that. No, no way. <laughs> so, yeah, just lots of things. Like, I used to just, like, sit at home all the time. I wouldn't go out to eat, wouldn't go anywhere, wouldn't hang out with anyone, in bed at 8 o'clock, like, just anxiety just thinking about everything but now i've you know i allow myself to go and hang out with people and go do things and travel so life's a lot better yeah it sounds like you have a lot of a lot more balance a little yeah bit, right so much more balance yeah yeah so. Uh, so have you been traveling it sounds like like yeah I actually and- i traveled more this year than i probably ever have i feel like i did not spend a ton of time at home i was in la for a while um i went to florida a bit I was kind of all over the place. So it was super fun. Okay, I have some questions about travel. One, Disney World or Disneyland? Which Disney one? World. Not okay. even a competition. Okay. Not even a competition. And then where did you go this last in 2023 that was like the coolest traveling spot that you went to? Favorite location? I actually really liked L.A. L.A.? I what? really liked L.A. What? Yes. Yeah. I really You're liked You're going to love New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> what it is i just like the hustle of the city and i'm just from such a small town that you know i've only lived in small places so seeing the the big city and just everything i don't know i just really liked it yeah our boy julian's a big city boy yeah Yeah. he's behind the camera and and filming us right now for those that are listening in uh okay and then what's a dream location to try and go to in 2024 um i'm actually trying to plan a trip after the season this year i want to go to bali yeah so somewhere we do a group seminar in Bali. That's on our bucket list. Oh, you ready? Yeah, yeah let's, let's go. go. Let's make it yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Back to, to, to training a little bit. How have you changed your training or have you done anything specifically this year getting ready for the 2024 season? Um, I think the biggest thing for me this year is just having like um, a structured program instead of just doing 50 workouts a day and just doing whatever. So uh, my coaches kind of structure that out for me. No, I've never really had like a plan for the week or a program. So that's been a huge help and just trusting them. And 
so. So before you're kind of running off vibes, now you have like you're putting your trust in the coach. Yeah. Which allows you to kind of shut off like, okay, I've followed the pan. I've done the course. Yeah. Now I leave. Right. Are there things that you're doing outside of the gym, like favorite recovery things that you're doing? I still like to get a ton of sleep. Uh, that's so a big thing. Lots of food. That's about but, it. Yeah. What do you do for nu- nutrition? Like what are you looking out for food? Um, like what do I, what do I like to eat? Do you do like a, a type of diet? Do you do oh. macros or you just keep it? You just no, eat a lot of food. I just, yeah, I just eat a lot of food. Got a few. So when did you start doing CrossFit? You were pretty young. Yeah, I started CrossFit at the end of 2015. 2015. Yeah. And, you know, as you've gone on, I know that like a lot of young girls coming up in the sport look up to you, look up to the people above you. But one of the things you got to look out for is like getting burnt out on yeah. doing this stuff. So what would you say to like that younger generation coming up that is like aspiring to get to where yeah. you've gotten to? Well, the first thing I would say is that if you are a young, you know, kid and you want to do well in CrossFit, I say play sports. I played every single sport there was gymnastics, softball, soccer, swimming, cross country. That's why I think I was able to excel in CrossFit really fast. So definitely say stay in sports, um, but also just have fun with it. You shouldn't have some crazy expectation to come in, you know, make the games your first year or whatever, like. If you're having fun and you're being safe and have a coach and just enjoying it, I think that's the main thing. You know, don't put everything you have into it. You know, make sure, yeah, you're still being a kid, you know? Moving forward into this next season, like, I know that you have your own goals and things like that. You say that you're not as concerned about the placement and everything like that. But, like, at the end of the season, what do you feel like would be, like, the – cherry on top like what do you want to see at the end of this honestly i'm very curious to see what happens this year because i feel like if i'm happy and i'm healthy i might just do better than i did because i was not having fun last year and was definitely not fueled so i'm i don't know i feel like i don't know i'm just curious to see how it plays might be better might be worse see no certain placement now is training still fun or yes okay so you still enjoy that i have had the most fun training these last few months than i have since I started CrossFit. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I love it again. That's, and, and how did you reignite that fire, do you think? And is it just because you took time I, away? I think it's because, I mean, again, Josh and Haley have helped me a ton to find that fire again and just have fun in the gym. Um, yeah, there's not one certain thing. I just really started to love the process again and felt like when I started when I was 15. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a yeah. big thing with fitness is very much that, like, for me, when you're a little, and I'm raising two kids, when yeah. they go to school and they come home, I'm like, what was the best part of the day? And they're like, recess. Yeah. And for me, fitness is recess. It's yeah. where I get to go reset, have a good time, and have a smile. And for sure, if you're, if you're overtraining, overthinking everything, yeah. it can become a grind and yeah. not fun. Even yeah. though this is your job, if you can find fun in the process, you have a lot yeah. longer runway. Yeah. For and, and not even to mention, at the end of 2022, I was in so much pain. Like, my body was like going through it like you barely do an air squat without pain and my body right now like I don't even have to warm up that's not good but I feel so much better so I feel like taking a year off helped me physically as well like added on years to my career so you, you definitely want yeah. to warm up as you get older. I know I know but Marcia I feel so much better it. so much better okay so let's just jump into like uh, a little bit of your whoop and like how do you track your necessarily your sleep but maybe your recovery and like do you use what your recovery is depending on going into the a tough training session or if you're going to step on the gas or like maybe like take another day or how do you how um, do you use it I don't really change training too much but you can definitely see like 
through the week, like towards Friday and Saturday where the numbers start to get lower because, you know, you start off Monday strong, Sunday's rest day, you're in the green, like it's all good. And then you just see it slowly start to climb through the week. So, I mean, I feel like my training kind of follows that anyway. Like Saturdays are not as much volume, whereas like Mondays are a ton of volume when you're super recovered. So I feel like my training schedule kind of follows that anyway because, you know, as the week goes on, my recovery goes down. So. Yeah, we, we live in the red over here. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> not so, good. Just because we're, like, traveling so much and yeah. we're trying to, like, bounce around between yeah. uh, a lot of the activities we're doing, you know. But gotcha. obviously we will, we look at trying to recover as best yeah. we can. No, same. Same. So, he just straight up lied. I've been in the green except for Wadapalooza. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For the last two months, it's been a good recovery score. Is there any other metrics that you use on that device, though, that you're looking at? Um, I actually really like looking at my resting heart rate. I've noticed a pattern through that. So, like, if I'm up late or have a late meal, I'll notice that it's higher. Or if I'm, like, hit a really, really hard workout that day, it's it's higher as well. Whereas, like, on Sunday night or wake up Monday morning, it's super low. So, I've actually really been interested in looking at my resting heart rate because it can change due to a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot of factors that yeah. lead into what... How yeah, you, how you're there, and if the lower it is, the more you're able to recover. Yeah, HRV as well. So yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we have for those listening in, there are like a hundred, two hundred people that have <laughs> lined up to hang out and get to meet you. <laughs> they have, I think, some more questions that they're going to do, and you're doing some signing. So cool. We'll probably wrap out of this, and for those listening, we're going to run on over and try and catch Noah Olson behind the scenes. But that concludes this portion of the podcast. Thank you to the Buttery Bros for guest hosting, as well as our three amazing guests, Annie Thor's daughter, Katrin Davis' daughter, and Haley Adams. If you enjoyed this episode of the Whoop Podcast, be sure to leave a rating or review. Check us out on social at Whoop, at Will Ahmed. If you have a question we'll see answered on the podcast, email us, podcast.whoop.com. Call us, 508-443-4952. If you're thinking about joining Whoop, you can visit our website to sign up for a free 30-day trial and take the first step to unlocking your own best performance. New members can use the code WILL and get a $60 credit on Whoop accessories when you enter the code WILL at checkout. That's a wrap, folks. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next week on the Whoop Podcast. As always, stay healthy and stay in the green.